Arkansas. The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed home. That's it. Another Hogs game in the books. Now we have 60 minutes to react to everything that happened. This is the People's Post Game Show. We have a responsibility to the people. Breaking down hog hoops after the buzzer with your man, JB. What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. <laughs> Plus, standouts, struggles, and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Hi, my good friends. We are into the conversation after a very difficult uh, loss for the Arkansas Razorbacks to the Kentucky Wildcats. I'll tell you what, this is one you thought maybe you had. You, You were right there the whole way through. You fought till the final buzzer, as the saying goes. And yet, what do you have to show for it? A 63 to 57 defeat for the Arkansas Razorbacks at the hands of the Kentucky Wildcats here tonight. In Fayetteville, down the block, just that way, a couple of miles, trust me on that, here at Bud Walton Arena in Northwest Arkansas. we got a lot to discuss. We will hang out for the better part of 60 minutes, trying to make some sense of what this basketball team can do here at Arkansas the rest of the way, and obviously reacting and trying to make some sense of the game that just went down. Welcome inside the Bunker Studio. It's a privilege to be with you here on board Team B Media. Josh Bertuccini, your boy behind the mic. And of course, real NWHAB. If you want to give it a follow, a listen, a watch, you can subscribe to it on YouTube, Podbean, Apple, Spotify. The list seemingly goes on and on. Well, I'll tell you what, as we start the conversation here on our People's Post Game Show tonight, the list goes on and on right now with woes that are befalling this Arkansas Razorback basketball team. You find yourself. Just before the game today, officially revealing that Devo Davis is gone from the team, has stepped away from the basketball program for the second time now. You see me on the YouTube stream, right? The big number two. Second time now in the last, what, 14 months that Devo Davis has left this Arkansas Razorback basketball program. I hesitate to predict that this is the final time We will see Devo Davis as an Arkansas Razorback because last time around he was off the team for like 72 hours. So this could just be a uh, a little break. This could be a a refresher, you know, a mental reset. Um, Sometimes you need it. You need a little downtime. You need a a mental health break. You need a vacation. And uh, I think we can all relate to that. The timing of it is awkward. The fact that you didn't find out about it until really minutes before tip-off was a little odd, but what do you want the program to do? You don't want to give advantages to Calipari and Kentucky. You're trying to do everything you can to keep every, you know, upper hand you have. And and unfortunately for Arkansas, you don't have a lot right now. And Debo Davis and the defensive prowess that he brought to the table for the better part of the last, what, four years here as a Razorback. What a strange finish. It looks like it's going to be. If indeed this is the end of his Arkansas Razorback basketball career. But up and down, I mean, the definition of up and down, some great moments, some consistent lows. And look, Arkansas falls short by six points. And we're talking here reflectively about the career that Devo Davis has had as an Arkansas Razorback. I think it feels like something final in a strange way. And and again, who knows? Time will tell. Maybe he plays again 
But that one rattled you a little bit before tip-off. You also found out that Trevon Brazil may have played his last game as an Arkansas Razorback, too. That's not going to be his biggest storyline. But, you know, the knee soreness after the upended rebound attempt last time out, and he is not right. For whatever reason, the knee is not right. They have not said anything beyond it's sore. Why would you? You don't want to damage the young man's draft stock. He's damaged it with his play as much as, you know, anybody could already. But Brazil, your leading rebounder, not in the lineup for this game. And and I find it highly unlikely that we see him again anytime soon. So right there, two of the key returning pieces, two of the main cogs that you had here with this Razorback basketball team from last year. Not only did they regress in play, but now they're not even on the team in terms of functionality and playing. They're not even on the team. Now, one of the guys who's back, Makai Mitchell, who has not had a good year by any realistic stretch of the imagination, I, I thought had an outstanding basketball game. He double-doubled. He, you know, he was attacking the glass, and he kept Arkansas in this game with some buckets around the hoop and some physicality. But at the end of the day, I mean, Antonio Reeves, can we remember assignments here, fellas? Antonio Reeves running free around the perimeter, getting shots up at will, and ripping Arkansas apart with a 20-plus point performance for UK as Calipari gets it done with Nolan in the house, game day in the house, Jay Billis and crew ripping it up, having a great time in Fayetteville and good for them. This is not the outcome, obviously, that you were hoping for as you make your way home from this basketball game here tonight. If you're just tuning in, thanks for finding us Podbean Live. It's a phenomenal app. It's available on the App Store and the Google Play Store, so you can find it quick and easy. Download it for free. Enable that microphone access, and when we take a couple of calls here in a few, you'll be able to just put that call request right in. As long as you've got a nickname and something that lets us know you are, we'll give you a shot. Keep it constructive. I guess I, I am the FCC more or less around here, and you know we, we try to keep this thing as kid-friendly as possible. If you're making the way home from the game in the car. We, we appreciate you throwing it on the Bluetooth and doing a little post-game reaction work with us here on Team B Media. Uh, this has been our forte, right? Post-games, football and basketball with you all. 15 years running. We're going to add some baseball series wraps up um, when the series wrap up coming up around the corner in the spring too. But back to this basketball team, a little bit more out the gates. You saw Arkansas play much better first half than it has in a really long time. Energy, tangible um, in the house at Bud Walton arena. I thought one of the better atmospheres of the year, if not the best one, I mean, Duke was the best one. So one of the better atmospheres of the year, Purdue was really great too. Even though it was the season opener, it feels like the season's been going on forever. Doesn't it? It's almost like it's been broken into a a couple different pieces already. uh, When you, when you start up in October, but this was probably third right up there with, you know, the wins over Purdue and Duke that made you believe this team could be better than it actually ended up being. Of course, time going to tell ultimately, and who knows, maybe they have a miraculous turnaround before all is said and done. But right now, it just it doesn't look like that is going to be happening anytime soon. Some numbers for you after this one. Hogs actually had three players in double figures. So no Debo, no Trevon Brazil. You spread the wealth a little bit more. And 12 points for Makai Mitchell. He's your leading scorer in this game. I mentioned the double-double. 12 points, 13 rebounds for Makai. Where has that been all year? Played 32 minutes. This guy's been struggling to crack the rotation of late. But he was critical for you in this basketball game. 
And uh, no question question about it almost helped put you over the finish line at the end Tremont Mark played after the migraine issues last time out 11 points eight rebounds three assists out of him I like it when he attacks the rack and and helps in the rebounding department same with Caliph Battle who has taken himself from early season hero to forgotten man in the rotation to right now I think one of your your key pieces again Caliph had nine of his 11 points in the second half five rebounds only three for 10 from the floor. Mark was only five for 17. So your two best shooters, eight for 27. Mm. It's 30% shooting from the floor out of those guys. You got to make a couple more shots than that if you want to win the basketball game. But three guys in double figures, Jalen Graham chipped in eight. Chandler Lawson at five, including a three-pointer. I still don't really like him shooting threes, but he's made a couple of them now. Pinion got a little bit of run, did not score. Blocker played briefly, scored two points. Uh, Jeremiah Davenport had a free throw. This is mostly a six-man rotation in this game. And it wasn't enough because Antonio Reeves lit you up, like I said a few minutes ago here, out the gates in the opening take. People's post-game show with JB inside the Bunker Studio. Appreciate you listening. Team B Media, as we stream it for you. Video as well, YouTube Live. Get in on the YouTube channel. A lot of exciting stuff coming your way in terms of the local sports coverage here in the weeks and months ahead. So get on that. It's going to be a lot of fun around the corner with some of the uh, the local sports stuff we'll tell you about soon. 10 and 11 for Trey Mitchell. He had a couple of big corner threes. Hogs, you got to have your hands up. Reed Shepard had 14 points in the game. Neither team really shooting well at all. And in the rebounding department, Arkansas hanging in there. And surprisingly, you out-rebound Kentucky 44 to 39 in this game. So a lot of perplexing stuff, really. Hogs go four and 19 from three. That's not perplexing. You make two more of those threes. You know, this game is potentially going to overtime. As it is, you lose 63 to 57. As it is, you are now staring at one in six in the SEC on the season. And you wonder whether or not there's enough in the tank to get this thing into the postseason. NIT. I mean, whatever. Right now, you're probably going to have to win the SEC tournament to make the NCAA tournament. But uh, LSU coming up alongside Georgia next week. These are both winnable games. We'll talk some about the upcoming schedule, standouts and struggles, today's scoreboard, Eric Musselman postgame sound in a few, elaborating on the Debo Davis situation, and, of course, your thoughts as well, social media and via the calls. Josh Bertaccini with you. Thanks for hanging out. we got a lot to get to here. We'll... Chop it up for an hour of conversation. Just about, what, 12, 13 minutes in? Opening thoughts in the can. Thanks for being here, y'all. We're coming right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. 
Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. So many ways to tune into the program. And if you're finding us via the YouTube stream, good for you on that. Get a chance to see inside the Bunker studio. Take a look-see at some of what we're working with here. And if you are doing it via the website, thrillinwhab.com, smart move. You get that audio stream and you get it live right when you want it there for yourself. And then, of course, there's that opportunity to listen to the show on the Podbean app itself. Our radio format home here in the digital broadcast universe. Hop on board, get in on it. It's pretty awesome, right? The quality, the sound, all the rest of it. I think you'll like what we're working with there too. Do yourself a favor if you can. Enable that microphone access and you'll be able to get a thought in if you want to weigh in. We'll take a couple calls before we're done here tonight as well. Big news of the night. Debo Davis, no longer on this Arkansas Razorback basketball team. Vanessa on the Facebook page, when did we find this out? Did we know it was coming? Really good questions on both accounts. You did not know officially that this was the case until minutes before tip-off. So literally five minutes before 5 o'clock. I guess the game got pushed back to 5.10. But five minutes before 5 o'clock, you had yourself a press release from the U of A that was quite simple. Debo Davis has stepped away from the basketball program for personal reasons. Um, we talked a little bit about his departure last year when they were in Maui for a couple of days. Never found a complete conclusion on that. I think ego's perhaps a little bit involved, but much like the topsy-turvy, I mean, you see me here on the on the YouTube stream, the topsy-turvy nature, like we're in the ocean here, of the, of the career of Debo Davis, he rallied to have a great game against Kansas. And ended up closing out his Arkansas Razorback basketball season last year, going down as one of the more revered players in recent program history. I don't think there's any question about that. Does what is happening right now change his status 
as an all-time great Arkansas Razorback player? I think that's perhaps a question for another day. But as it stands right now, I mean, you feel like maybe we have run its course on that one. Hogs lose to sick uh, Kentucky by six. And it does make you a little sick to your stomach because you feel like you had an opportunity in this basketball game to get back into the race. You win this game, you're two and five in the league. You got LSU and Georgia coming up next week, a chance to win a couple more games and be right, you know, on that bubble again. Instead, I mean, I guess the net does take into account margin of victory, but nothing to feel too great about taking another L at home and you can ill afford to take any more the rest of the way. Uh, Trevon Brazil, have we seen the last of him? as an Arkansas Razorback. You don't know about that either. Makai Mitchell. Is he more this guy or more the guy who could barely stay in the rotation recently? I'm not even sure what we're getting with Makai right now. I know he was outstanding in the game today, but he's mostly regressed this year too. And Joe Pinion certainly has not moved forward with his game for you much whatsoever right now. 63 to 57 Kentucky takes Arkansas out. We gave you some stats out the gates here as you try to make some sense of it. Eric Musselman press conference sound in its entirety for you here in just a couple of minutes as well. Starting five was interesting in this basketball game. Chandler Lawson and Caleb battle alongside Jalen Graham. That was really your front court. L Ellis, Tremont Mark in the backcourt and Makai Mitchell is really your sixth man in this game. Jeremiah Davenport got 13 minutes to knock down, uh, didn't knock down either of his three-point attempts. And then five minutes for blocker and two minutes for Joe Pinion. So you end up playing nine guys, really eight plus Pinion. And the rotation, at least for this game, you hate to say addition by subtraction, but I do feel like that's part of what's going on here. You had too many similar pieces who were clogging up playing time on each other. Now, without Davis, without Brazil, you feel like maybe you've thinned that out a little bit. Things get a little bit more, more clear. You have more clarity about your rotation and, and who should be playing. Again, the shooting in this game is really what did you in. Hogs go 20 for 60 from the floor. Kentucky 23 for 63. Not much better, but the three made buckets, I mean, that's the difference in the game. Also, the Cats 9 for 20 from three. Hogs go 4 of 19. Free throws, Arkansas 13 of 18 from the line. Kentucky only 8 of 12. You can't blame the Zebras for this L. Rebounding. How about that? Hogs out-rebound Kentucky without their leading route rebounder. Trevon Brazil leading you with just under 7 rebounds per game. Makai Mitchell had 13. Tremont Mark had 8. Chandler Lawson had 7. Battle chips in with 5. 3 for L. Ellis. How about the little guy? Getting in there with three and Jalen Graham two, 44 to 39. You kept the big Z. You only played three minutes in this game, by the way. That was a little odd that Cal only played his big fella. Three minutes in this basketball game. Zavonimir Ivicic, what a name, did not take a shot. Two rebounds, no fouls, nothing else in two minutes and 43 seconds of playing time. So uh, he didn't do too much, but Reeves sure did. 9 for 20 from the floor, 24 points, 4 boards. He hit 4 of 8 from downtown. And Hogs had no answer for number 12. Arkansas led for the first, what, 25 minutes of the game till Kentucky grabbed its first lead 6 minutes into the second half. 
And uh, after a little back and forth there down the stretch, it was Kentucky prevailing by six points and rolling itself. Number six in the country did to 15 and four overall five and two in the SEC while Arkansas. How about this record? Y'all 10 and 10 for Arkansas now overall on the season and a paltry. I don't know how else to describe that one and six in the SEC. Look, your, your schedule's more manageable down the stretch, but at the rate you're going here and I, and I hate to say it out loud, you know, still with what, 11 games left, 10 games. Are we down to 10, 11 games left in the sec season, but it feels like you've almost run out of opportunities now to lift your power ranking, to get yourself back in the mix. Hogs have lost six of their last seven games and appear to be capsizing next three games at Missouri at LSU home for Georgia. None of those teams really scare you. Wednesday night, Missouri at 7.30, LSU on Saturday at 11 a.m. And Georgia coming up next Saturday back at home at 5 o'clock. All winnable games. You'll play Tennessee on Valentine's Day. That's a midweek game. At State, Mississippi State, that is. At A&M, home Missouri and Vandy. Vandy's terrible. You get Missouri twice. They're really bad. At Kentucky. Home LSU at Alabama. I'm not sure I see a path here, y'all, to really more than four or five wins. There certainly are not many still out on the board to be had, but uh, but that's where we're at. People's Post Game Show brought to you by so many phenomenal folks. You hear them in the commercials here. They're obviously just tremendous at um, at stepping up and and making you feel the support of Northwest Arkansas, which is such an incredible community, particularly for small business. My goodness, the businesses that have grown here, it's just incredible. So uh, to be a small part of that fabric is an absolute honor and uh, appreciate all these fine folks who have entrusted the show to help get their business messages and locations and stuff out there to you, the people you got to market yourself. These folks are, are doing it with us at team B media and we appreciate the heck out of them. All right. Um, my goodness coming up on eight o'clock, we're going to hang out for another half hour. Okay. When we come back from break, I promised you some post game sound. We're going to hear that Eric Musselman talking about his team. Hope you're driving safely. If you're on the way home from this one, if you're throwing it on the, the YouTube or what may have you. Thanks for being a part of the show. The real NWA JB on the social media, YouTube channels, type it in there. Josh Bertaccini. You'll find it. You'll find it. Quick break. We're coming back in four minutes. Your thoughts, Eric Musselman, Fayetteville. Stand out tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary, and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelet, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. 
Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, for our future, for your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Y'all are ripping it up, and you're so nice to hang out and be a part of this conversation that we are having here tonight as we continue to get you a feel for the Arkansas Razorback basketball season, the one that's going on right now in front of our eyes, as difficult as it might be to figure out. Arkansas finds itself 1-6 and in the SEC. And our question of the day, of the night, call it what you will, throw it up there for yourself. And you let me know what you think. What was the biggest story in Arkansas Razorback land tonight? What was the biggest story? You had a lot of stuff happen here in just the last few hours. It's kind of hard for me to keep it straight. And I'm doing the postgame show for you here tonight for crying out loud. But what was the biggest story as you watched it all unfold? Was it Devo Davis leaving the team again? Was it perhaps Trevon Brazil? Injuring his knee again. Not good, obviously. Was it Arkansas losing the game? A game they were in, playing better. Which I think is part of the story. But still losing the basketball game. By the count of 63-57. to Or maybe, just maybe, it's the fact that you now find yourself at 1-6 and in the SEC. Which, you know, I'm not saying you're completely sunk. It's just starting to feel that way a little bit. All right. Uh, we got some post-game sound to get to for you here. Eric Musselman at the podium uh, just moments ago. Let's listen in on the head hog, as promised. 
Get you a few minutes of reaction here after a tough loss. Well, uh, most connected our team has been all season. Um, you know, that's one of the best teams we've played for sure. Um, I think they're extremely well coached. They know their roles. Um, we changed a lot of things over the last, you know, three days, however many hours that is. We uh, tried to really control tempo. Um, tried to tried to really uh, run some of our sets that, you know, we ran at, at Nevada that, that we hadn't run much here just to control tempo. Um, to turnovers, I mean, just, just, I mean, we need better point guard play straight up. I mean, I thought our, our bigs were phenomenal. Thought that was the best game that uh, Kai Mitchell has played for us um, since he's been here. Um, I thought Graham and, and Lawson battled and did all they could do against a, a super talented uh, front line. Um, you know, um, and we're shorthanded, but I thought the effort again, I mean, I, you know, I've not been happy with the effort over, over the course of the last couple of weeks tonight. I, you know, I mean, I got to go in that locker room and, and tell them we got to get ready for uh, Missouri and uh, I can't fault their effort. We're not a good offensive team. I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> all you got to do is watch the game. Um, and uh, we struggle at, 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 at you know, take care of the ball because of effort and defense tonight. We were in the game and, uh, there's been a lot of games. We haven't had a lead at all. Um, so I, I don't fault, you know, connectivity the team had, and I do not fault their effort one bit tonight. I thought they played as hard as they could play. I thought the first half, it was flawless how they executed on both sides of the ball. Now we might not have made shots, um, you know, and then they, you know, Mitchell hit some threes. I think he averages one three a game and then he hit three tonight. Um, I think, I think you were there 53, 52. Mm -hmm. I want to think of an eight run has turned over some threes. What, what do you think happened in that stretch to allow them to pull away? At the end? We didn't take care of the ball. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, Bob, I, I obviously haven't watched the film. There's a lot going on in the head coach's mind during the flow. So I mean, do I remember that stretch? Yes. And, um, you know, I, I thought we'd turn it over during that stretch and, and uh, you know, maybe one ill-advised shot. Um, but I did, the shot selection was much improved um, tonight um, from where it has been. We're, we're way more organized. Um, and I thought we controlled the pace of the game. I mean, all you got to do is, it's the number one scoring team in the nation. Um, and I don't have, I haven't had an opportunity because I just got off the radio. I don't, I don't know what the lowest scoring night that they've had, but I'm assuming that's fairly close. Uh, I mean, that's with them going on that eight Oh run and, and busting us for some threes really late in the game. That's physically been a problem, especially in the paint this year. How did you feel about that? And did you have a sense coming in game planning that you, you guys might have an edge there? Yeah, we tried to throw it inside more than we have. Having for sure, but based on um, you know some of our our sets that we ran tonight, and I thought we did it in the first half. Um, I thought uh, from a physicality standpoint tonight against a really good front line, I, th I thought our bigs were great. I really did. I thought, and I thought KB really 
I thought Battle really, you know, I thought his defense was was by far the best defense that we've seen from him all year. I mean, he there was timeouts that he wanted to guard um, Reeves, um, you know, so the bigs and, and Battle's defense, you know, super happy with. Yeah, you were talking about pace, but what did you think about Reed Shepard when they started playing more through him and that kind of seemed to spark them? Did you notice that having a, a role in their comeback? I mean, Reeves is, you know, I mean, look at his average. I think he averages 19 points in non-conference and he averages 19 points in SEC play. And, you know, he had 24, so he had five over his average. Um, you know, they run that floppy action for him coming off single doubles. I thought there were some screens that <laughs> that we were chasing and, uh, you know, I'm not so sure they were all set. Um, but it is what it is. And uh, and they did a great job screening. I mean, they they, they got him open. Um, and so, you know, credit to a great player and credit to a great team. It's plain tonight. Do you feel like maybe the foul trouble in the first half kind of held you guys a little bit back from being able to extend the lead and having to rest those guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, you know, two of them had fouls. Um, we went to the bench and the bench didn't get us any rebounds when, when, <laughs> when those two guys got foul trouble. I mean, you can look at the stats and, and, uh, you know, we got zero rebounds. Um, and those two guys were, you know, Graham was scoring for us and commanding a double team. And that's where you miss Brazil. Um, you know, it's I mean, he's a preseason uh, all league player, and he's not playing tonight, and he's six eleven, and you know, I again, I, I mean, as a coach, as a leader of the program, like effort, enthusiasm, energy, connectivity, that's you know, our roster is what it is right now, and so all those things are what you want, and. um Look, I know people are walking out of the building and, and, and we don't have a, a good SEC record, but I mean, if you walk out of the building and didn't think we played hard, then then, then you're wrong because we did play hard. Did we turn the ball over too much? Absolutely. Did, did one position really hurt us tonight? Absolutely. Um, having said that, um, you know, we were close to 200 passes. I think Michael told me we were like 197. Um, that's a lot better than 144. Uh, which is what it was last game. So I thought we shared the ball. I thought we executed. Um, you know, we out rebounded them, which is which has not been the case in a lot of our, our recent games. Um, but you know, I think we you know we moved we inched a little bit close. So what was the key to the improved defense today? And like, is this given given the opponent that maybe? All right, we're gonna call a kid there, Eric Musselman, getting you a good six seven minutes of post game reaction. Right after Arkansas' six-point defeat. That's a tough spot for the head coach. Obviously, to weigh in uh, makes sense of what just happened when it you know, went down minutes ago. But he's giving you the, the kind of gut feel for it. And I agree with pretty much everything I heard there. I mean, you know I'm going to call it out if I don't think it's real. But, I mean, I thought the team played its guts out for him. I really did. And, and I don't think he is uh, – I don't think he's wrong. Uh, I think at the end of the day – you absolutely, positively gave it everything you had on the floor at Bud Walton Arena. And Kentucky being here was part of it. And Nolan Richardson being in the house was part of it. That's the impression that I got. That's an out. Look, Jeremy and I appreciate your phone call. Outstanding stuff out of you. I mean, to be all over that. Nobody had made the point about Menefield yet tonight, but you were on point. Didn't play a single minute. Uh, rotation was was shorter. And you would think with Debo Davis no longer on the team, 
that this would have been a spot for Menifield to shine, right? That was not the case. That is an outstanding point by Jeremy in Springdale. Let's get to our standouts and struggles. For Arkansas, standouts as we make our way through business world of Little Rock, coming through for you in the clutch. For all of your printing needs, check them out. A phenomenal TDSIT company. You heard my guy, Tim Stanley, in the commercials. He's just an all-around good guy, and his equipment game can elevate your office logistics to the next level. Give him a chance and uh, check them out. Business World of Little Rock, online, TDSIT.com for more info. All right, um, question of the night is up. Responses, we'll get to this in just a moment. What was the biggest story for, for Hog Hoops tonight? Was it Debo leaving the team again? Was it Brazil hurting his knee again? Was it Hogs losing to Kentucky by six? Or was it Arkansas now just one in six? In the SEC standouts, Makai Mitchell, 12 points and 13 rebounds. And Eric Musselman himself told you he thought it was his best game as a Razorback. He also had four blocked shots in the basketball game. Just tremendous stuff out of Makai Mitchell in 32 minutes, eight of 10 from the free throw line. I mean, he kept Arkansas in the game. There's no question about that. I'm going to put Caleb battle nine of his 11 points in the second half. On our standouts list, 11 points, five boards attacking. And Tremont Mark, he might be, you know, fighting through the migraines, but played 38 minutes, only five of 17 from the floor, but still got you 11 points, eight boards, love the rebounding, and three assists. Struggles for Arkansas. I mean, you could name Devo Davis right there. He's got to be one. He was nose diving before his uh, departure from the program. And obviously, that narrative uh, is permanent now if he's not coming back. But I thought, uh, you know, obviously his play of late left a lot to be desired. And then you got to talk about this team shooting. I mean, with or without Debo, and you're losing one of your best outside shooters without him, you go four for 19 from three-point land. And outside of Caleb Battle, who was two for six, you're talking about two for 13. So, man, uh, not a good offensive team, but you have to find a way to get some more clean looks. I don't know if that's, you know, playing pinion more than, than, than two minutes. But that might help. He was 0 for 1 from 3. So, Devo, 3-point shooting. And then I get back to, you know, at the end of the day, if if you're going to nitpick it and talk about the struggles in the first half, because that was a big part of why Arkansas lost this basketball game. It, it was the turnovers. 13 for the game, 5 in the first 8 minutes. And really with Kentucky, 1 for 16 to start the game from the floor, you had an opportunity to get out to a much bigger cushion, a much bigger lead, and 13 turnovers for the game. You never really gave yourself a chance to do that. Five turnovers for L. Ellis. So he played 32 minutes. He scored seven points, but five turnovers, that is, uh, that's just way too many is what that is. So standouts and struggles, a few of each of those for Kentucky. I mean, it was obviously Reeves, their player of the game with 24. We mentioned 14 for Shepard. And 10 points, 11 rebounds for Trey Mitchell. Hogs fall to one and six in the SEC. Missouri is uh, up next for you on Wednesday night. Just a really bad Missouri team who's ripe for the picking. And you would you would expect Arkansas, if it can bottle up this effort, to show up and play a good game. 7.30 coming up on Wednesday night for that one. Missouri got beat by South Carolina earlier today, 72-64. to so they are, uh, they're right there with you. Just one win for the season in the SEC. Vanderbilt's the only winless team. They lost to Tennessee by 13. Mississippi State over Auburn by six. 
Florida beat Georgia in overtime by four. And then going on right now, you got Ole Miss up two at AM at the half. And Alabama getting its money's worth from LSU in Tuscaloosa. It's a seven-point game with 17 minutes to play on ESPN's nightcap after Kentucky's 63-57 to victory over Arkansas. The Hogs fall short, are 1-6 in SEC play, and no rest for the wary. 11 games to go. People's Post Game Show coming at you around the corner. We're right back with you next Saturday as we flip it around. Hogs will be at LSU for an 11 a.m. tip. This is our, uh, I believe, as I'm looking at this here, Right there, our latest uh, tip on the post games the rest of the way. I guess George is also a 5 o'clock tip. But next Saturday, 11 a.m. on the tip. So at Missouri, Wednesday night, 7.30. And then Saturday at LSU at 11. So our post game show, I'm thinking 1.15, 1.30 on our people's post game next Saturday. Two road games coming up for Arkansas this week. You really need to win both to give yourself a prayer. Then you're back home for Georgia. You get a few days off. So only one game the following week. So three games in the next two weeks. If you could get these three, you'd be four and six, and you'd set up a really interesting game with Tennessee on the night of Valentine's Day. But we're getting ahead of ourselves right now, aren't we? Um, We'll call it good on that note. Really appreciate every last one of you for finding us, however you do it. Podbean, YouTube, or on the Post Show podcast. When we fire that through the podcast gates, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, wherever you find it, we are working with it. And, um, and and you go find it there for Team B Media. It was great to have you on board the program here tonight. Wish we had something happier to talk about at the end of the day, but certainly a lot of stuff to discuss. As we asked you, which was the biggest story of the night? Debo Davis leaving the team. Trevin Brazil hurt again. Hogs lose by six or one and six in the SEC. How about forty percent apiece for Debo leaving the team and one and six in the SEC? That's the early return there on the first couple hundred votes. Always curious as to what you folks have to say on that. We got conference championship games coming your way tomorrow. Chiefs Ravens at two and Lions and Niners at 530. So enjoy conference championship Sunday. And I'm Josh Bertaccini saying thank you so much for listening. Real NWA JB on the social media. Back with you Monday morning at 7 o'clock sharp. More on this game. The Debo stories. We continue to try to get some more info. And, of course, we'll talk all about the title games, too. That's Monday at 7. Next Saturday, People's Post game at 1.30. Have a fantastic rest of your weekend, my friends. Hogs fall short by 6 to Kentucky. We'll take another swing at it coming up on Wednesday night at Missouri. We'll see you.